know what I mean? How could you not, nigga? I've been silent for so long. Hey, yo, Beef, I've been that nigga for so long, you heard, bro? I've been real, I've been thorough for so long. Real shit. I can't make this shit up. The butcher coming, nigga. It's for sales, nigga. Yeah, I'm really about this life. That niggas play when the drugs come. Y'all take what the plug front, I pay what the plug want. Ask my bitch, I turn the vacate to a drug run. The butcher coming, nigga. You heard? Got a friend of yours, Griselda Records on, man. Cool, what's good, my guy? Regular shit, regular shit. What's this? Um, Yo, man, play what, me what episode we at? What's this? 47? AK. Yeah, 47, man. It's AK. We got a special guest in the building today, man. We got to have a. Um, I feel like this is going to be a good interview, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somebody that been wanting to get on the show for a while has been a little. Couple things that happen every time he came on, you know what I'm saying? But we got my man Mike here. Mike, what's good, my guy? Yo, yo, Mr. Angus. What's good? What's, what's good, good, guys? Same good, shit, chilling. How you been feeling? What's going on? Man, good, man. I've just been been busy. As so, you should be. Uh huh. Doing doing some writing. I got two more installments for you guys. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, here man. we go. Before we get to that, before we get to that, you should just let them know. What your first installment was and what it was looking like, cause we have um we showed it on the show before, right? Yeah. We felt we showed it, we supported it. Um, I'm a, I'm almost halfway done with it, reading it. Um, go ahead, yeah, tell them what it is. We got this monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a fact. King of Society, a Brooklyn story. Mm-hmm. So when we first started writing this, actually we was in the consciousness of a uh, transit tech. Yeah, factual transit shit. Mm-hmm. High school Brooklyn shit. 
I would take mental notes of uh, certain behaviors and certain things going on. And I want them to hear you talking to the mic a little bit. Yeah, through the years, mm-hmm. through the years, we would um, we go out, you know, chill, vibe, build, right. mm-hmm. and these characters they started to take a, a different life of their own. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I felt like I needed to write about our, our generation, our genre, and our culture, and really, really let the people know exactly what. The culture can can do when they put their mind mind to it. Yeah. So um, it was based upon clothing, entertainment, music, um, poetry, mm-hmm. artistry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, at the time, I used to I would chill with Biggs. Yeah. Go we, had, we had Biggs up here a few episodes ago. That's uh, uh, Biggie. Doing it major the, 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 the paintings are crazy Yeah man. Yeah, 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 yeah man He doing it big With those paintings Right there man Yeah I'm Trying to buy one So we could put up here On the wall yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to buy one too <laughs> I just sat right in Yeah I, I'm talking with him To actually do The next cover of the book Oh yeah Yeah so That's what's up That's a good look That's dope yeah. That's hard That's dope Biggie, Biggie's paintings are taking a whole, whole another mm-hmm. life on a, of his own. Yeah. And we would go to the tat spot and chill while I was getting tat and he would always be working on his craft. Uh-huh. You know, if he's not doing a tat, he's, you know what I mean, always drawing, mm-hmm. doodling something. And well, three, like three years later, you know, you pick, I pick my head up and he's he's in, in galleries. He's doing it in galleries. Mm-hmm. It's like what the damn, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's that's what's up. That's fine. Definitely moving. He put his put his head to it and he conquered it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, always being in a circle of press, but it's what it was freestyling and whatnot. Yeah. And the poetry would speak to us. Yeah, yeah. moved us, man. Yeah, and <clears throat> as you know, I mean the the, the I mean the kind of, the culture that we chill with, we you know we grew up with a lot of go to school with a lot of you know the thug thug image mm-hmm. the drug dealers and whatnot and it's not hard to, to, to go come across you know what I mean good characters that's trying to do it like the legal route yeah. and but being 16 years old and everybody's fresh and you know there's only certain ways we get money peer pressure you know what I'm saying that's what you call it and that's what they called it back in the day it's peer pressure <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and we, we in school and we had I got curls I got curls and all sorts of craziness and <laughs> You know, you you want to have your, your your nice nice bit of clothes and change, you know, because that's what the young ladies at the time. If you got a personality, a motherfucker, but you know, a lot you of like gonna take you so far at that time. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's facts. Especially our time, it's a, lot, a little more loose now. <laughs> yeah, they they appeal to to fucking what was it? I mean, at the, at the time, it's, it's it's expensive iceberg jeans and yeah, but, the newest, the true legends, the easels and all this yeah. shit. Yeah. The newest yeah. of the new, and you so these are like point. these are like the characters that you saw starting to form in your mind. Yeah, so I made sure I stayed around artistry. Uh-huh. Made sure you know the, the freestyles, the the writings, and mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, and the, the thinkers, positive. Yeah, the thinkers, and you know I always I always stay with like a mic and do you know put your head to it, and then I would, I would go around them and I would. I listen to the music, listen to the, to, I mean, check out the drawings and whatnot, mm. and definitely into the fashion. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that, that 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 drew me, and I was staying staying that crowd, 
So I said, you know, I might as well just write a book about it, you know? Yeah. Um, write about a few few characters and their teenagers that, that that's, I want that dream that, to, to attain it. Yeah. At the same time, I had to do it very poetical, at, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's based upon six characters growing up in Brooklyn. There's the the leader of the crew, his name is Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's known to sell dope around Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And when I say dope, I mean the book itself being a dope book. Mm-hmm. And I embodied the characters, Fred. I embodied mm-hmm. most of the characters. And he's selling dope in, in Brooklyn and in other states. And he has his you know, younger cousin that, that looks up to him and you know he, he sells a little bit for him himself mm-hmm. and a few of his two, two other people in his crew do the same thing mm-hmm. now <laughs> the characters they, they, they're a little bit mischievous they're in school they cut school they get into drama within the school they get into fights yes sir you know <laughs> yes, because of girls and, and, and all sorts of craziness and, mm. but they, they, you know at the same time they get it popping you know they're young men you know mm-hmm. and they stand up for what's theirs and what's theirs is their creativity their, uh, their chance to, to, to actually achieve something and mm. so I have the main character one of the main characters throwing them a birthday party while they're in Coney a few of them in Coney Island and he's in school. He's handing out some flyers for the guys, to, every, to everybody out in the school. He leaves school, you know. He cuts school. He gets chased by the security guard outside of the school. Mm. Hops in the V with his boys. And they go out there and they have a good day. They make, they make the most of the, of, the, of the day. You're 16 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. There's only you know, much to do. You hit up Coney Island. You, you try to get a, a bottle and, mm. or smoke some butt, whatever the case is. Call a few girls and you chill on the beach. Yeah. So for the for the first for the first scene, that's what I got them doing. Mm. I introduce you to their personalities, mm-hmm. their personas, and it's crazy because it's a character for everybody. Right. That way, it's not just focused on one or two people. Yeah. It creates more so like a world. Yeah. And and that's that's the interesting part because I kind of I kind of imaged it or framed it like how The Wire does it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we see how The Wire, they, they, they kept, when they're doing the, the, the children, when the children Yeah, when they get to the children part, yeah. Mike and those characters. And, yeah, yeah, that was like one of my favorite seasons, season four. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually God. watching The Wire, I'm on um, season three right now. I'm watching it over again. It's like, that's like one, my 50th time. But that's one of my main reasons yeah. for watching The Wire and it to be one of my favorite TV series like the juxtaposition that they use like mm-hmm. the way that they show both sides at one time mm-hmm. like you'll see the the mayor and them talking in the office and then you'll see Marlo and his people talking you know what I'm saying and yeah. you get you feel both sides you like amazing writing it's crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. amazing writing the writing is crazy and I, and you could like I let one of my boys that don't know you from a hole in the wall I let him read the book and he was feeling certain characters, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I could relate to this character, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I know that the writing is good, you know what I mean? And the mm-hmm. way that you got it written down in the book, like, page by page, is like like a script, kind of. Yeah. 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 Like a screenplay. Yeah. And, and that's what's You did up. that. You did that purposely? Yeah. 
I did that just. You wanted just, it to uh, read like that. Yeah. So when it does get picked up, it's, it's easier. You want it to be yeah, a screenplay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to appeal to like a new audience, a new, a new, like yeah. a new, well, I say new audience, um, new acting. Mm-hmm. Okay. With, with some older uh, uh, tutors or mentors. Like, a, I mean, if it does pick up, God willing, they said it's, it, it picks up a lot of um, people buy it. They'll make yeah. it into a film or it goes into the right hands, they'll make it into a film. So it would be dope if it, like, I get a, a Denzel or uh, uh, India RE. Something. Um, yeah. Um, um, who else? Who else did I have in mind? Um, what's my guy from Goodfellas? Um, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah. And they'll have a fresh crew of, I mean, youngsters that's, that's not really out there right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything will be fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah, but. I, I like how The Wire did it. They mm-hmm. took each character and they gave you a perspective of their day to day, which was the dopest thing I ever seen. And it was early. Mm-hmm. I think The Wire is from uh, 2000 to oh five, oh four, oh five. Two thousand. Yeah, I think like oh, they came before oh, <clears throat> the same year. The year oh one. The corners. Oh one. Oh one. The beginning. Oh one. Beginning like, of oh, one, one, January like, oh, 01. Oh, eight. Because they oh, came, nine, uh, I was in eighth grade. So January oh, 01. Yeah, it's like oh, 07, oh, six, oh, six, oh, seven. Yeah. It was early. Five seasons, yeah, they did five yeah. seasons. What they was doing was, was I guess, I think the, the uh, kids, when they introduced the kids, that's the fourth season. Yeah. Straight genius. I, I mean, I thought it was beautiful that certain episodes, you didn't see certain people. Yeah. And it, and then they hit you with the with the cliffhanger that made you just mm-hmm. want to be like, oh, I got to I got to I got to mm-hmm. see the next. And I think that's well, that's exactly what I, I did with this installment. You know, I, I I delved into certain characters in their day to day, and yeah. uh, I took you to to a story or a journey or to leave like you a, with a cliffhanger, yeah, a mini adventure, yeah. Yeah, that's what I got from it You know what I mean yeah. So I'm like Alright I see where you going with it I see what you doing So you looking for like You looking for a part two to this book Or you just gonna leave it how it is This one No, I'm gonna leave this one how it is Yeah I can't I can't go further with this one Yeah But I did leave it with a cliffhanger At the end mm-hmm. Yeah We gonna You know you ain't gotta talk about The people seeing it they gonna go buy it. They gonna go support it. Where can they buy? Where can they support it at? You could pick it up on Amazon. It's a lot. It's in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. It's in a lot of different bookstores in New York City right now. Um, you can check my Facebook. It's on the Facebook, and I got it on my IG. Uh, yeah, D U S T R A M Z Y. And yo, man, the thing is, they got I got a fucking copy in Harvard. Yeah. yeah, man, I told you, man. Yeah, my name was in Harvard. Yeah, you mentioned that I said shit. It's called Kings of Society. Appreciate Mike for that. It's called Kings of Society. Yeah. Hold up. There you go. Written by Mike Angus. There you go. We got press to on that. Yeah, man. Call, call over here too, man. This shit is. I do. I'm alright. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You know, and then picked up, I picked up something crazy. Arizona, um, Arizona University. Yeah. Is it in their library? Uh, yes, in their library. That's what's up. I mean, uh, that's it's quite awesome, man. It's awesome. I, we were saying before the cameras came over, before we moved past this installment, like 
our our high school years, just the high school years, was like amazing. We always said like, yo, this this a movie. Man. Like we live in a movie. <laughs> and I, I took, I seen you you and Press's relationship, and mm -hmm. I felt like you always had like a managerial relationship with him. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Even in the moment, it was like that, and we didn't we didn't think that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. From, I mean, from my perspective, that's how I see it. That's how I see it. So I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta incorporate this, you know. At the, I remember coming back to Brooklyn, being in uh, in Baltimore and linking with Press, and chilling with uh, Kenny at the time. Mm -hmm. And the nigga Kenny would rap. And I thought it was dope, and I told him to link with Press. Yeah. These niggas actually link, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they, they actually like. I thought that shit was dope. And at the time, I was working with the T-shirts, and they yeah. actually formed the crew to uh, the Brooklyn Lay Back joint. Yeah. That video was fucking yeah, crazy. They, uh, lyrically, yeah. lyrically handsome. My I still nigga. watch that shit. That shit was fire. I'm surprised it didn't pick up. Well, ever ever had more, more marketing to it. Mm -hmm. Could have been. I mean, I always star, tell, I, I always tell them too. Like our timing was a little. Oh, we're like in the middle that that gray area. Yeah, when we yeah, was we needed when that we push. was dealing with the music, it was, it was more it was, it was transferring. It was transferring what, what, what to what it is on? right now. Yeah, you know we we were, we were the last generation of you know CDs and and, and hard sales and yeah. you know artist development and all this crazy mm -hmm. shit. Like when it got to us being you know early twenties and mid twenties. This digital shit wasn't figured out. They really just got a grip on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and it still don't got a grip on it. Like we were supposed nah. to talk about that in the last episode. Yeah, yeah we, we was talking about we were supposed to like cause like I just I streaming is crazy. Too, like a million streams on YouTube, you getting like six hundred and eighty dollars. That ain't shit. Like what? Where, who's coming up with these numbers? You know what I'm saying? Some people are making a killing. Some people are making a killing because think about that. They, yeah. 700 million streams, you know what I'm saying? On each different Spotify, YouTube, Tidal, yeah. Yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes, you now, know what I'm saying? So you're going to make a grip, yeah. but what's your deal with your major? Because most of them are not independent. And they That's take true. that and they take that money. That's what's your deal with your major? True. They They taking the streams money. The only way most of these artists making money is on shows and shit like that. Yeah. Yep. And that's actually a conscious I touched in the book. Yeah. Or like the, the, the Fred, the Fred character and your character itself. I had Fred that's selling quote unquote dope once again, mm -hmm. which is the book. He he takes his uh his dope money and he just invests it in the press character's career. Right. Yeah. And he's like, All right, I'm have, I need you guys to manage him and with his money he gets a club. Mm -hmm. So Fred takes a club, that club that he has, and he has the artist performing the club that's actually generating a crowd. That crowd mm -hmm. picks up on his consciousness, and they want his music, mm -hmm. which further, you know, perpetuates him into into mm -hmm. another stratosphere, which is uh, crazy. Uh, Fred buys a tour bus with him, mm -hmm. with an actual studio inside, and he has. Don't a few give it cats. all away, man. Yeah, yeah don't give it all away. So let's just let's just. Touch on like what you got in store next, like just in the you just got it in development, right? Your next yeah um, two projects. I got 
I'm working on like 15 right now, but I'm at two. I have should have two out by like end of the year. All right, cool. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, speak on those. So I have a children's book out. Well, not out, but still working on it. I got like another 60, 60,000 words to put in that that thing. 60,000 words? Yeah. It has to has to appeal to like it's, the Charles Dickens era, like those those books are uh, um, yeah, I mean they're thick. Yeah, and they got a, mm. a lot of writing in there. Yeah, mm. a lot of literature. Yeah, and I got the same thing. My grammar got to be perfect. perfect. I got to come with yeah. imagery that you never seen before. At the same time, you're familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got I got to appeal to your sense from five years old to eleven or thirteen that you still want to want to go see in your thirties. It's mm. tough. On some like. So, Medieval times, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I would love to still go to that. Like a, like I'm <laughs> working on a, a magic, a magic, a magic yeah, map, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then and, and it's dealing with like this map, map comes alive. Yo, so how do you even like how you even begin to even to? I was about to ask that. Muster the idea, like how? So I was uh, thinking about Tom Sawyer, mm. and. Thought about Tom Sawyer, and the next thing you know, I just started writing. I was like, kid in somewhere suburbia, uh, going into the woods and getting lost. Mm. Now that was the first idea. The next thing you know, I said, "Fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have him in the woods get lost, but I'm gonna have him with a map, mm. and I'm gonna have him with a partner. Of course, you gotta have that duo, mm. which is a young lady, Billy and Ellie, key to the Chanter Lake." Okay. And them two, you know, they get lost in, in the woods and in the forest following a map. And the key actually unlocks them into a 15th century. They're in the 21st century, but the key unlocks mm. them into the 15th century. And this map that they have is it's a treasure map. Mm. And the map has history. And I'm oh. connecting different gods and elements that's been talked about and uh, yeah. put some lessons in there for the kids and whatnot. And I expect to be done with that. So you just grabbed that idea and just start running along with it? Just started running with it. That's crazy. Running with yeah. it. Tom Sawyer thought, basically. Not even inspiration, just Yo, a Mike. thought. Yeah, just began with a thought. And I don't know which one, but one of them went there. Started running crazy to it. Yeah. That's crazy, though. That's, that's what's up. I respect that. And the other project that you got, that you're working on? So it's, it's 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 not really the second installment to this, but it's it's kind of it's kind of there. But it's um it's called the Society. Yeah. It's it's, it's the second and it's the first first installment for for two different series. Oh, okay. Um, and that book itself is about some characters that were adopted in New York City social elite, mm. and they were a part of. Uh, a sex ring and like a drug ring going on with just the high social status that live in the city Manhattan mm. mm-hmm. so um, see like his range not even like shit that is happening yeah his range is crazy he go from telling his high school stories mm. then he can write a children's book and then he's talking about shit like this the high elite and the nasty shit that's going on there whatever yeah, and, 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 and these <laughs> guys they they um they get away mm. um they're there for a while and they end up getting away the, the, the four kids they get away 
and then get out to California. And they're broke, they're homeless, they have no mm. money, no nothing, and they have to make a living. Uh, one day, one of the characters, they go into the, they sit in front of a store, him and his girl, and a bystander comes through and gives them a little bit of change mm. to get some food or whatnot. And while they, they're there, the guy, he gets himself a lotto ticket, he mm. buys himself like three lotto tickets. He leaves. The main character, he buys himself like two or three lotto tickets himself and gets some lunch and snacks for the guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He brings it back to their tent. They split it amongst each other. And they go about their day. And they go into the liquor store. They sell some liquor. Uh, you know that the fire hydrant, um, like the staircases? Yeah. yeah. They chill on that. They lay down on that and they, they chill and they're having a good time, you know, amongst themselves. You know, they're making the best out of the little that they have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they, they're talking to each other and they're very much close. Um, there's a there's a party outside, you know, the clubbers are out there. And one of the characters, he he, he forgets his, his lotto tickets. He lost it. He's looking for it in his pocket. So he goes down there and he... he goes through the crowd, he bumps into one of the, 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 the guys out there while, he, while, while he's leaving. They get into like a, a argument. He leaves. He goes back to the, the camp area. He looks for the lotto ticket. He doesn't find it. He goes to a garbage can in the park, throws it out. He doesn't find a ticket. Mm. Looking for it everywhere. Comes back. He bumps into the same drunken guy again, and then they get into a fight. His homeboy from up there, they come down and they get into the fight and they all they all get locked up. They get thrown in prison. Mm. So while they're in prison, you know, they they end up mending the peace. Like, fuck it, man. You know, what was you know, the bullshit fight, they they slap that, whatever. They get they get thrown out with like some bullshit. I right, get out of here. Get the get the kids out of here. Charges are dropped. Mm. So they're leaving and his homeboy goes in his pocket like I had the ticket the whole time. And then gives him back the ticket. He takes the ticket and he scans it. Well, the lotto to the lotto numbers, it comes up on the screen. So by the time he looks at the ticket, it comes off. He finds one of the scanners and he goes in there and I, cuts, I cut the scene. Mm. It comes back to the scene where they're on the, the ladder again, the staircase, the fire hydrant staircase, and they go to sleep. Um, he takes it upon himself, he leaves leaves. They get up in the morning, he's gone. He comes back with three duffel bags. He's walking down this. He comes into the tent. They say, oh shit, you got food. <laughs> Nigga, you know, you know what I mean? We came up and got some food. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. He opened up the bags. There's a number of bricks in there. 14.5 million. Mm. Easy. And from there now, the character's got to story they, they start building. Yeah, that's what's up. That's crazy. So no, that's, that's, that's like a little piece. That's the beginning. So now it's the, the climax and the, and the right. drama. That's yeah, now you got it. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's what's up. And, and, and then I bring back the adopted parents into the story as well. Mm. What makes it mm. very much interesting. That's what's up. Good so, um, what, what got you, like, who are some of your inspirations in like writing? Like, what got you into it? Like, at what age did you feel like writing was your thing? So, I, uh, I crazy story. I was in the third grade, mm -hmm. and I wrote about my friends that was in my class. 
wrote a story. So you, you, hold on. So you're in a, you're an observer. And 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 yeah, observer. But you I'm still like in, to in, people in watch. As well. Yeah, yeah. So it was based upon like what we did during the day. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a story on us, and I had everybody in the class dying. It was laughing. <laughs> we got to read it out loud. I was like, oh shit! Like uh, I just made everybody laugh. Yeah. You know, my teacher, you know, he looked at me and told my father, "You good? You good? Right? You can write a little bit." I went to uh, Philip Skyler. Yeah. In Bushwick out here. Mm-hmm. And my writing teacher, we had a writing teacher, English teacher, and he said, you're pretty good. You're good at poetry. Mm. And I never took it serious in high school. Not really. I mean, I would write, matter of fact, me and Jerry would write rhymes in the back of class freshman year and on the B-12 bus. Yeah. But during the years, I'd stopped. Hmm. You know? So you just had put a stop to, like, pen and pad, like, writing anything. You just had yeah. to stop. Yeah, because at the time, I, I was like... I don't think that'll it'll be a career, right? Yeah. You know, you get to you get to sixteen, seventeen years old. I'm like, all right, college, and I'm thinking business, and I gain an internship in Manhattan, and it was like yeah. a whole different different life. But at the same time, that life that I was I was living, you know, doing the the, the, the working for corporate America, mm-hmm. like I incorporate this into my book, right. like what I, what I what I was doing, yeah. you know, summers. And I can, you know, I embrace my character, and I can write different characters, and just say what I did through them. Yeah. Which, which, which is, which is what I'm doing. So yeah, it was like from the third grade, man. And anytime we would have like a writing lesson or something, I would get to tell our stories, and yeah. I notice it would pick up, mm. and I notice people would laugh, and I'd, I'd be able to write on certain things. I'm like, okay, all right, that's so, what. Right there, eighty one, eighty one, on decap and uh, yeah. Stuyvesant. Facts. Mm. Right across from Roosevelt. Star shit. Star shit. Star shit only. <laughs> but that, that's dope. Third grade. What's that? Eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's not double digits yet. Yeah. That's like eight. We still, we still, you know, we started getting like student of the month awards at that night. <laughs> so, who are, so who are some of your favorite authors to read? Authors. So I don't really don't, I don't read. I don't pay attention to the authors, but I like uh, African diaspora books. Okay. That whole, like, the stories of, like, Sunjiata, like the story of the yeah. Lion King, and sort of, like, and those mm-hmm. parables and, and those poems and the proverbs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like those consciousness. I like to pay attention to the, the Nefertiti's, the, um, the Tuts, Akhenaten, Ramses, and all mm-hmm. those sort of things. And I pick up on those sort of books. I read those. All right, cool. A little bit of Mayan culture. A little, yeah. A little here, you know. So it's not really like a, a author I'll grab onto, but like directing wise, I respect Spike Lee. He does, you know, mm-hmm. his what he's done is phenomenal for for one. Because you also looking into film and stuff like yeah, that to appeal to that oh, crowd. Right, yeah. What he's done is amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I went to school and I dropped out because I mean, I was doing like a business at the time, and I felt the business was going to be able to provide for me. Yeah, during these times, yeah. Yeah, right. when, you need, when you need it. Yeah. yeah, cause that's what I went to school for, and it's like it's pointless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and at the time, I was I was seeing people graduate and not even working for their actual concentration and degree. Yeah, yeah, which it's is scary. Pointless. Yeah, it's scary. That's ninety percent. That's why I try to put my all into this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking it as my business. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that we built, so it's like I right, I got to take this serious. You know what I'm saying? That's what needs to be done. Yeah. So, 
and you know that, that can be that can that, that can be scary. And that, that's what I went through. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to schools, getting my my good grades when I went there with attendance. And then next thing you know, I gained I joined this business, network marketing business. And you know, they were talking about going put their private company. They talking about going public, and mm-hmm. they were the the second grossing company in the world. And this is privately. Mm. And it's just based upon a fruit plant called it's called TNI, the name of the company. Mm. That was the first company I got to join, and actually they made you your own business. Yeah, you were your own entity. You filled out your own. At the end of the end of the story, you had a 1099 form that said you were a business owner. Mm-hmm. You own entrepreneurship. That was what's up. You had mentors. Yeah, that's crazy. So I was like, man, uh, I'm pretty much done with school. Yeah, you was picking up. Life lessons from this job already. Like I, I was, I was, uh, million, I was in a millionaire's car, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's he graduated from Morgan State as well. He went to school with my cousin Grayson back in the nineties. Motherfucking oh, cute crazy. dogs and all that. They doing their thing mm-hmm. and documented millionaire. See, it's not always what you know. It's who you know. Most of the time, it's who you know. Yeah. And he was there for a mentor, man. We went there, we went to Orlando on a, on a, on a company, and they got phantoms outside and, and craziness. I'm like, school. I was like, forget about it, man. In a few years, they said, um, you get a, a certain amount of generation of people in your matrix. Mm-hmm. We're gonna invest you into the company. So when we do go private, I mean, do go public, and you get your uh, public initial offering. Mm-hmm. And and in the stocks, yeah, you'll stocks be a documented in millionaire within right. like the next day, like yeah, Google. Yeah. So Facts. imagine, imagine you coming to the company, putting like a few hundred dollars on on twenty five cents a share. Mm-hmm. So boom, you're gonna have like two hundred shares, and it's a, it's a lot of shares. They got a lot of shares. You do your research, mm-hmm. and the next day the company is worth like, like I said, twenty five cents. The next day it hits the market. Twenty dollars. Yeah, just twenty five cents to twenty dollars. Gradually so goes up like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was it that's was. That's a twenty dollar increase. Really. It's just a fold. You'll be and you'll be a thousand. Yeah. Easily, hundred thousand easily. That's a fact. I've been that, looking into the stocks game, trying to see how to yeah. play it, but that shit is crazy. I mean, they teach you some things, yeah, you man. You gotta pick the right ones and shit. You know what I'm saying? They teach you, you some things. Shit like shit like lotto, but it's real. Yeah, you got is really a chance, like a real, real chance. Yeah. You, know? you can get, you can get good on stocks. That's a fact. You say you gotta be smart with it. Like when, like when it's summertime, you gotta, you gotta put your money on like airplanes on vacations, like uh, airplane parts, because you know, like in the summertime, people gonna be taking these flights and yeah, yeah put your money on like on the hotels and shit like that. But you gotta be smart with it. Yeah, yeah pick the right hotels. Triago and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want, you could, um, you could give the people your Instagram, your Facebook, um, anywhere they could get the book. And, you know, y'all will be on the lookout for that name, Michael Angus, you know what I'm saying? He got a lot of stuff coming for y'all, man. That's um, I-G-D-U-S-T-R-A-M-Z-Y. Facebook, you're catching Michael Angus on there. That's so sad. You catch the book on Amazon. Just put the name King of Society of Brooklyn Story or the, or the name itself. My King name Michael Angus. Society of Brooklyn Story, man. You got anything else you want to tell the people before we get out of here? You could, um Do me a favor, man. Tag the table. 
But the, the co-writer on there, well, he was kind of good himself, man. Tag your name right there somewhere, man, so we yeah. can get you on camera doing that. It was a, um, see your boy Noel, Gooey, Gooey tag up there. Yo, I seen Noel at, um, at Crunch on, on Flushing. <laughs> I was working out up there. He was uh, he's a personal trainer. You know, we got D's, man. You're like this now. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah, noticing. You know what I'm saying? So white boy, white we ain't boy doing nothing but getting older. We might as well get healthy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I told him, told him, told Randy, I said, what up? Yeah, yeah man. But yo. Those are guys, man. Yo, Mike, we appreciate you supporting us all the time, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you popping up, man. Appreciate Definitely. you working hard at Because you told me this years ago. Yeah, man. You was going to do this. You was going to make it happen. I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on these people's doors for for no two million man. That's <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like until instead of them telling me my book is going worldwide, I'm telling them to give me an actual deal, you know, mm-hmm. so so we can actually function. Let's get this <laughs> going. You know, I'm getting you like get the royalties it. aside. You gonna get it because you've been putting in that work for it. But I believe in you, bro. For Don Cole, yo, it's D Rick and Hippie Mike. Good looking for popping out. Yes, and y'all already know what we're about to go do. We out of here. We already know. Yeah, y'all be safe out there. Facts, facts. <laughs>